0: Yo, yo, yo! The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a entrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin.
1: Good morning vernon good morning Devin. good morning so you know i want to ask you a quick question that's going to lead me into a little little, some roses that i want to give out to one of our uh previous guests um christmas just passed How, how was your how was your holiday what did you uh what did you and your wife manage to do for the holidays gift exchange anything
2: uh we didn't exchange any gifts i don't really celebrate christmas um so we just kind of like i mean we acknowledged it um yeah on christmas eve sarah's mom came over for dinner so we had christmas dinner um made some uh some prime rib and uh you know like you know good good calorie dense carby food that you normally try not to eat so it was like that kind of thing um but Mostly, we watched uh, we watched the Spider Man movies on the 23rd, the 24th, and then we went to the movies on the on Christmas Day because Christmas Day is a great day to go to movies uh, at the theater. So, um, is that the first time I've been to a theater since the pandemic? So, so that was my uh, that was my holiday. So, you know, yeah. prob- probably not the traditional one, but that was worked for me. So, that was good. Yeah. How about how about you? Well, here one more piggy man is that is that mm-hmm. traditionally. How how
1: have you spun Christmas for the most part? Like, is that pretty much like your
2: your like take on Christmas? Uh, I wouldn't even say that that's traditional. I, I mean, I would just say that not celebrating Christmas is my most traditional thing. Like, not really having a big to do about it. Yeah, gotcha. it's probably is probably the thing, and I would like to do that again next year. But uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> but that's because it worked out. Like, it I, I don't really. You know, meh. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, you know it's a part of the show. We got to get everyone's take on uh, our, our holidays here and, and, and how we see them. You know, since yeah. our first go around on them, um, me. So just you know, before I get into my roses, me the holiday as a father. It's I don't know. It's one that like, it's probably the fakest I I am to myself. <laughs> At any point of the year, you know what I mean? But what I I mean by that is like, I don't really believe much at all in Christmas from the standpoint of, you know, the holiday itself and Santa Claus and St. Nick and, you know, just giving gifts on schedule just because, you know, I guess you could say society, there's that word again, society pressures you into doing so so like that every ounce of who i am is totally like against my my like my whole structure of beliefs like i don't you know what i mean like i'm anti do stuff just because everybody else is Mm -hmm. so the idea of christmas i don't know it's the moment where like all right for my kids i guess i can get all fake and cherry but i never really have a christmas spirit in fact i probably spend most of Christmas wondering why we don't get together you know every other week like this as a family you know what I mean like I, I spend most of my holiday lamenting the fact that it takes some jolly white it dude takes in a red holiday. suit yeah in a <laughs> red suit and a beard to make us like you know put on some clothes and come hang out with one another and give thanks to one another and show appreciation so you know that, that's my personal take. Uh, but as far as, you know, what I do for the holiday, got the kids and, you know, we, we, we try to do a gift exchange so they, they get gifts for their siblings and everyone gets a gift exchange from one another. So that's pretty nice. Um, my wife and I exchange gifts as well. So I feed all in as a dad. I'm like all in. But deep down inside, I'm like, this shit is like the biggest lie I ever told. Um, but the best part of the holiday is as the audience knows, Mr. Michael Cunningham, uh, our first and original, the OG guest of the show. Um, every year he does uh, his organization, Kingdom's Keeper. They do a holiday give back. Um, and let me actually clean that up. Every two weeks throughout the entire year, they give a give back to the, to the less fortunate, the, the underserved community. Um, every two weeks they're out on the ground they're they're you know boots to the ground every two weeks. I think it's the second and the fourth uh Saturdays of the of each month and they're out there putting in work and the one thing about Mike and his organization is that it's Christmas all that is is just you know like the crescendo of the year for them. Yeah. You know, that that's all it is. It's it's the Super Bowl. It's just the, the way to kinda of close the books and start the new year. But by no means is it just, you know, it's Christmas, let's get back. You know what I mean? Like I don't want no, to. Paint
2: it's a hundred percent of the time for him.
1: Yes, it's a hundred percent of the time. And I hate when that picture is painted when, when when someone's talking about this event as though it's like this is all he does. This is this is the thing that he does. No. This is just the, the, the the you know, the fiscal year, you know, end of the season. Let's close the books. Let's give them everything we got so we don't carry any funds over to the next year. And we start off fresh again yep. next year. Like yep. that is what Christmas becomes for them. So the great thing is, though, is five years ago, going out there with Mike, the first time that he decided that this event was going to be something that he's, he was going to do yearly. And I, and it really wasn't something I knew the magnitude of it at that point either, you know, but it was something that I could tell was in his heart. And every year you would see, he would add something every year. It would get like a little bit bigger every year. And then the thing that happened that really touched me was last year. There was a couple organizations that showed up and just kind of parked on in the park next to where Mike was.
2: Right.
0: And it
1: was like, yo bro. Like at first I could sense a little frustration in it, you know, just a little or, or just kind of like, man, I wish these, I wish these people would, you know, communicate with me because then we can do more because now we're not bringing the same stuff you know what i mean and it it was that frustration that was tied in like if we work together we can it can go a longer way be more effective to be more effective but then something happened in mike where he realized that like you know what i'm provide. like this space has been provided this safe space for organizations like him when he first started you know when he's on i let him tell the story of you know one of the organizations that he was new and he wanted to you know, work off of an organization that was established Mm -hmm. and how he got Nicole's shoulder. And so now what he's realized is that, damn, when I first started and I wanted to know, like, Hey, I want to give back. Can I give back as a piggyback off of your thing? Because the people are already here because we want to help the people. You know, we don't want them to have to travel to five, six different locations to get all the things they need. Like, let's work together. And when he got that cold shoulder, now, fast forward five years, he's got organizations that'll just see, like, oh, look, there's a lot of people there. Let's just pull up right here next to this thing so we can help people. And he totally embraces it
2: every single time. Dude, he's an impressive man. He's Isn't he? A, he's an impressive man. I'm yeah, so we had to have him on uh, you know, next week or the week after just cuz we got we definitely got to hear this recap. Totally. Because he's because he's doing this like profound thing and you know, we talk about you know the the purpose of the show, the idea of the show, blah 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 is, you know, it's two guys who are trying to start a business, but you know, I don't think for me or for you it's ever been about money or Mm-mm. something like that, but it's been more about, you know, impact concept culture whatever you want to call it right um community yeah community all those things and he's like such a great embodiment of like what we're about and like what we think about so yeah can you you can coordinate that we can have yeah i I want to i want to hear from the horse's mouth you know yeah you
1: gotta hear it. It, it it's just incredible man and um you know kudos to him he started something um he built something from the ground up and not only has he been able to have impact on people's lives but he's built something that is so amazing that it's allowed several other people to start having an impact impact even more of an impact yes like that is like man talk about being prolific like that's it right there so kudos to michael cuttahan kudos to kingdom's keeper um just, just kudos to everything that those guys are doing, and I'm glad to be, uh, you know, a part of it and able to help out every year, and just be able to, you know, had a relationship that I had with my brother, and uh, you know, just the way that he pushes me, I push him. Yeah, um, big, big things coming up down the road,
2: man. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, for sure. So, what do you think about the uh, the chapters this week? So, I, I think we're like a little bit, you know, we're trying to finish this up it's too good to to be slow so i think that we did chapters like 10 to 15 give or take
1: yeah uh, somewhere in there. yeah i think it, i think it started at um it was pay was it desire maybe it started at maybe yeah, something I like think, that i think we started at desire i believe and then we yeah and then we went all the way down to purpose yeah. So, so desire, do devotion, know, boom, inferno, and purpose.
2: Yes. Yeah. And I do know that, like, you know, a, a lot of the good stuff that we got to experience kind of in this part of the book is he goes from starting the Fresh Prince, basically, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air TV show, to mm, starring in Men in Black. Like, basically, that's the period of time that we covered. Yes. So I would say, yep. like, 90, 92 to. 97 98 somewhere in there yeah
1: yeah i guess it would have been because fresh print aired on 90. so yeah it would have been because they were six years running and they ended in 96. yeah so they were 90 to yeah so we went yeah about 90 to 97 somewhere around
2: there so it was was like the very beginning of his career so it's this is prior to him becoming like mega famous and him just being Mm -hmm. him going from you know uh, a musician to a television show actor and now you know into sort of like sort of big time acting and there were there were a couple of things that i took away and I, my the biggest one was him verbalizing to jl what he wanted what the goal was him saying like this is the goal the goal is i want to be the biggest movie star in the world and that's uh you know it it was an appropriate goal. I think it'd be inappropriate for you to tell me, "Hey, I want to be the biggest movie star in the world." right? Like okay, Vernon, you, you don't have a single piece of that foundation laid, right? But once you're already sort of getting there on the fresh prints and you have Elaine saying like okay, this is this is what we're shooting for." I think it makes sense. Um, you know it was an audacious goal, but uh, but it made sense and then to him for him to verbalize it i think is pretty cool and then a bunch of actions you know like if it's if there's a big takeaway that i'm getting from this book it's that he's very aware that like to do life well you have to make a bunch of choices you have to like be strategic you need to think it through is this choice going to get me where i want to go is this acting job going to get me where i want to go is this behavior going to lead to the end result that i'm looking for
1: yeah, I'd say like so. Now we're at the point where we're kind of rounding, up, I guess, a little bit past the halfway point in the book right now. Yeah, yeah, we're, com- we're coming to the back half, the back third of the book. Um, and what I what I would say <clears throat> is that just as a review of the chapters, but also a review of what we heard is, I feel like. What he's shown is like the construction of Will Smith and who he is today so far. And this point of the book, what you're really starting to learn about Will and what you're really starting to see is like, you know, he takes you back to that kid that he was in the beginning of the book where he was this performer. He was just this, he was just this performer. It happened like rap just happened to be. The thing at a certain point when he hit his teenage years that he fell in love with, but ultimately his entire life, this dude, he, you know, he has been a performer. He's been performing for people his entire life, his father, his mother. So he's been preparing for this point in his life to be able to be, you know, the, the his goal of being the, the world's, you know, greatest movie star or the world's best movie star. And uh, it's awesome how through the book, he takes you through that journey of like figuring out like how he got here, you know what I mean? How he got to that point, like from the time where we read back in chapter two with his mother and him, like mom asking him how was camp, and he's like the trombones that they had, a, they had a full band, and a, you know, and all that, and he's like acting out everything, and just the dreamer that he was from, you know, getting the bike that he had and thinking he was Dr. J and cowboy boots, and he's always been a performer, and what I love about what you just said is like he took that, cultivated it, and and added intention behind it and now we're at the point of the book where you're seeing the whole point of that inferno where you're seeing it's caught on fire now he yeah. he it's caught on fire he's rolling and everything he touches is gold because there was this intent behind it all it wasn't just like you know like like jl asked him what do you want his original answer is to not be broke anymore to provide for our family right, right, that's right, right. To not be back in Philly, to you know what I mean? And jails was like, those are five goals. You know, what do you want? And he finally verbalizes, like he said, that he wants to be the biggest movie star in all of all of Hollywood and all of the world. And uh there yeah, man, it just it just goes back to that intention. You know, the talent was always there. The talent had been being developed his whole life. He was gifted. That was his gift. The intention wasn't there
2: And the work Right so And the work n- Not only do you hear Like the, One of the things That I like About the story Is that you definitely hear Like he, he tells a story About doing Six degrees of separation And sort of Getting lost In a character And sort of Losing a sense of self And um, I, I think that that's It's really interesting Right to, to just kind of experience But you also like Get a sense of How hard he worked He was like I learned every line in the whole movie, all of them, not just mine, (laughs) all of them, so that I was ready because I knew I was in with these, you know, really impressive actors. Like the actors he's talking about, like Donald Sutherland, like guys that are legends, you know? And so you're like, wow. And then so you get this sense of how hard he's willing to work. And then you also get one of the things that makes the book so good is that he's sort of navigating this, 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 thing of like i worked really hard i planned really well and also you get these like moments of vulnerability like when he was talking about not wanting to wear the go shirtless in the michael bay movie Mm -hmm. you know not Mm -hmm. not trying to Mm -hmm. do the shirtless run in bad boys yeah and like the shirtless run in bad boys is catapult dude he's famous for that run like it was in the commercials (laughs) you know yeah it, it took him to another level yeah it took him to another level and it's it's interesting to see him weave this, being intentional, planning, hard work, vulnerability, does a really good job of weaving it into a story itself. You know.
1: Yeah, and and I think, you know, there there's so many layers to the story because okay, he talked he talks about his acting career, you know, but then he's also talking about you know all right, that's Will Smith, that's the that's the actor, you know, you got Fresh Prince, that's the rapper. And then you got, you know, Will or Willard, you know, the man himself sure, and the family man. And and one of the things that I thought was awesome in this uh, in these chapters here, as he entered into parenthood and, you know, how intentional he was in that realm as well. You know, like he buys the the um, South Fort, which he yeah. called. Her lake, which basically he houses his ex-wife and their and their son together. His family, his you know like uh, wife's mother. His you know like there's like four families. The
2: entourage they would call yeah it.
1: yeah the four yeah there's like four or five families living on this thing this this uh, what did, what did they call it? It's her lake, but this like you know compound where it's like. Yeah all of these homes and he's like you know head of it all and um you know there's certain parts of the book that i really enjoyed when he gets into the parenthood part of it and he talks about like school and you know we we have our conversations here on school and this show but he definitely talks about like his wife being like no video games you know he needs in is like i don't know let him play video games he could one day develop the greatest video game ever And just this freedom that he's, this lane of freedom that he's creating for his children to just be able to create. And you hear it throughout the whole book. And it's the one thing that I think like, you know, it resonates with me because, you know, that's the parenting style that, you know, I try to walk around with where it's just like, go ahead, man, you you never know. You know, the world is full of possibilities. Yeah, he's playing a lot of video games, but who knows? He might create the next Roblox or whatever. You know, it, it's worth it in these times. So there, there's like little bits in his book. You know, you can kind of follow all the storylines and they're all good. Even to uh, the Men in Black theme song and how his buddy Omar, who Omar was like a dancer when we first meet Omar. You know, in fact, Omar was actually- he was a kid. fashion
2: consultant yeah, for, yeah, for a little exactly.
1: while. Omar started out actually as the kid, his younger- much younger neighborhood friend yep. who uh, was the one who told him he made the shot. He Remember when the, bad, he, when he the basketball <laughs> shot in the cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah, in the cowboy boots that he made, that he dunked the ball. Omar told him, yeah, you dunked the ball, you did. So Omar was like the young kid, then he ends up being a backup dancer. Yeah, like you said, he's the fashion consultant. And then all of a sudden, Omar's now in JL's old role from the music side as his music manager. Yep. you know what I mean it's just like those type of stories it's just you hear what he's done with other people's lives and also his own that's the stuff that's pretty incredible in the book
2: yeah I also really enjoyed like the um, his willingness to admit where he like screws up you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he definitely has some you know and we all look back on our own lives and You know, we're the hero of our own story. So we're all going to look back and be like, well, what I should have done. But, you know, and we're willing to kind of maybe go a little bit down that lane. But he goes pretty far down that that road and is like, you know, this person is no longer in my life and I screwed that up. Or maybe if I'd have done this, I wouldn't have screwed that up in this way. And like, I don't know, there's a – you you don't hear a lot about people – sort of reflecting on the mistakes that they've made and it's it's nice, it's refreshing to hear. So all in mm-hmm. all, man, I can't speak highly enough of this book. I mean biographies are generally great to read anyway, because you get this sense of a a person and you know, they're easy they're easy reads anyway, but this has just been not only has it been easy, but it's been fun and Will's so charming and you know, it's it's just great. Yeah. You know, the touch back on him Admitting his you know, where he's gone wrong at,
1: you know, it it's one point where he talks about his ex-wife. And I guess it was actually two points. It was the whole where he said to her, you know, what did he say? He said, are you good for anything or something like that? Yeah, like, what are you bringing to this? Yeah, something what are like you that? bring? Yeah, was... yeah, basically that. And, and you know, and he goes back, and I love how he re- revisits it. um, Basically to the point of, like, man, a lot of times I chose – being right over fixing it you know what I mean over just like being able to fix it and that's that's one quality that can hurt a lot of people where like yeah we we might be right and we might be within our rights but sometimes you know the way that you handle that can destroy relationships and families it's kind of the whole idea that his grandmother would tell him all the time be nice to everyone on the way up because you might have to see him on the way down. And and that is something that I think the other time was when uh, his wife had decided, his ex-wife had decided she wanted to, I guess, move and give their son a normal life. And he says to her, good, I guess I'll quit everything I'm doing and we'll live off of the money you bring to the table. And that, that was another moment of like, you know, Will, you should be just fixing it and not you know, trying to be right. And that was pretty cool. He he tells that story as well. But he does spend a lot of times where he, in the book he explains he knows the moments where, like, I chose to be right over, you know, fixing this relationship and figuring out what's, what's ailing my friend or my family member. You know, you could go back to, to uh, uh, Ready Rock, you know same thing instead of him asking ready rock hey what's wrong man like what's going on what's bothering you it turned into why aren't you doing your job you know and and i'm right because you didn't do your job so i can be as mad as i want to be but uh sometimes you just gotta be willing to fix it for the right people
2: you know and uh and and it's very interesting because i mean and, you know it's it's an, it's a normal human reaction right like it, it yeah it's superhuman sure. to to be and, it, and you know, navigating relationships of any kind, right, like whether they're, you know, whether they're marriages or friendships or business relationships, like it's hard. And what mm-hmm. you need to do, um, and I think probably, you know, I, I would assume that Will would agree with this, is you need to be able to, when you're about to do something without thinking it through, you need to take a, a deep breath and be like, Okay, before I say what I'm about to say, like, what's my goal? Am I doing this right? Like all that stuff, and you know, it's a very, uh, it's a hard thing to pull off. (laughs) No, it is. I've screwed it up plenty.
1: (laughs) I gotta say, I probably screwed it up this week. (laughs) It is tough because it takes a level of compassion to be able to go, "Hey, I'm totally right here. This person." It's totally overreacting, but in this moment, this person is, like, they're they're really, they're standing their ground on this, and they feel hurt, but I know if we get into it, I'm gonna lose my friend, or I'm gonna lose my loved one, or I'm gonna lose, you know what I mean? It's that whole idea of, like, being a bigger person, you know, there's this, there's this idea that, like, when you're being the bigger, bigger person, like, you're, you're doing it for yourself. Or you're, you know what I mean? Like there's this this idea that it's like a self driven thing, but when when you're doing it for the when you're being a bigger person, you're you're really doing it for the other person, you, or for the outcome. You yes, know, like some, sometimes outcome, it's yes.
2: I think like to to go to, uh, Mike and and his Kingdom Keepers thing, right? Like, he wasn't the bigger person for him, and no. he wasn't the bigger person for the other organization. He was the bigger person for the outcome. The outcome was, we're going to make it easier for people to get some help. So I think, like, seeing Mike's wisdom or Will's wisdom or yours and my wisdom in those moments when we've made it those right decisions, you know, having that that ability to step back and be like, what's the correct thing here? You know, like, what's the goal? What's the end goal? All right, the end goal is help everybody. Okay, well, how can I get there? Well, I can get there by not being all puffed up and saying this is my event, right, or whatever the case may be. So... Yeah, I mean pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Great book, man. How how's everything for the week so far for you, man? What
2: what what's going on? Yeah, so it's pretty great, man. You know, uh the app has like so uh J D and I are gonna get together like early January. Um and sort of like set it up and be like, so send some messages and, and try it out. You know, he's a he's a beta user or whatever. It's kinda of what I'm telling him. So <laughs> you know, use the app and also use it for, um, let, let, start it with some, some customers that, you know, you're, you have good relationships with so we can learn together, you know, cause I want to build him the thing that like makes it, makes him in his business better. Right. Like that's the whole idea.
1: Yeah. Not irritate a bunch of his, not you know, irritate customers. a bunch of
2: customers. Like, the, you know, the, the challenge with the way that comics work is it's basically like kind of publishing a book in a way, right? So they say three or six months before a comic comes out, like, hey, is this the book you want? Is this what you're interested in? And you have to order then for customers that you're anticipating their needs six months from now, right? I mean, you know from the industry that you're in how hard it is to anticipate the needs of people – three days from now. So, you know, he's doing this thing in six month increments. So, or up to six month increments. So it's, it's really a different challenge. So building a tool that's good for him is going to be hard. So what I spent most of this week doing is like tightening up all those little things that he might have some uncertainty about as he's like doing it. Like if he sends the notification, if he hits the send button, right. To send a text message, Um, it needs to like have a little bit of visual feedback in the app. So it says like, Hey, you sent it. It's been sent. What's the status of it? Like, has it been delivered? Is it, did the message fail? Like what's going on there? So like, I kind of dialed that stuff in. When's the last time the message was sent? You know, if he wants to change his name from, you know, JD to maybe he's JD to friends, but in the business he's John, right? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't actually know that. So maybe he wants to change his name. So I set it up so he can like do that. Like all just like little subtle things that'll hopefully make it good uh, for him. And then the other thing that I'm starting to put together is I'm going to do like a couple of dry runs um, with some other people. I mean, they don't have comic book shops, so that's a little bit tricky. But see, like, hey, if they they log in, does the app make sense? Like – does does do the flows make sense? What what does it look like so that I can have a sense of actually like if somebody else is clicking because I'm clicking around in my app, I know what it's supposed to do, right? Yeah, uh, it's like it's like I guess uh, you, you know you know where the stuff is in the store, so you can go right there. But if if the customer doesn't have the same experience, if they're like, why is this over here? Why is the spinach next to the milk? Like. It, it that doesn't make any sense. So you have yeah. to you have to be empathetic with the customers. So I'm going to have a couple dry runs to go through that. So a lot more to do, but all in all like I'm pretty excited that, that that he'll be I I'm not sure if it'll be next episode, but probably the one after that where I'll be able to say like here's what JD thought. So
0: cool, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, think about cool.
1: like think about where your journey started, both of us. To like, where it is now, totally different. Like, I don't remember you talking anything about comic book shops. You know what I mean, like, at all. Well, and I mean,
2: what about you? What about you with a with a spice business doing I know, takeout? That's what like, I'm saying. I,
1: I didn't have <laughs> any idea. Like, none of this stuff that did that did we see. But it's the beauty of the journey of understanding that, like, we also didn't have like these ideas that were like. Yeah, it, it's got to be community market. You know, it's got to be, what was yours, data? Wasn't it like uh, arranging like- Sales. It sales. Was, it was
2: sales, <laughs> sales data for, for uh, repeat customers. Yes, yeah, sales
1: yeah. data for repeat customers. Exactly. So like, it's it's not that it had to be these things. Those were just, those were the beginnings. And even if you go back to the first episode, I think we, we agreed that it was like, hey, these are some ideas, but- we're here for the journey we're going to learn we're going to keep trying and keep swinging and keep trying and keep swinging until we hit on the thing and then we're going to do something else right after that you know what i mean so it's it's pretty awesome to see like the process working you know it's working clearly it's working
2: something's happening you know yeah. i mean we'll, well we'll find out like there, there might not be any there might not be enough money in this business like who who knows right like just who like who cares just like you guys didn't necessarily know, like, well, do we want to sell spices? or Do we want to have a truck? Like, you guys are still figuring that out. But you yeah. found something that the three of you can work together well on. And so now it's about figuring out where it goes from there. And yeah. it's more than likely going to end up in some place that neither of us expect. That's the thing that we've learned so far. <laughs>
1: that's, the, that's the best part about it. But also, it's like, who cares? Yep. You know what I mean? Who, who cares? where it ends up the whole idea is the process in black and white and that means we're going to stay the course of the process and the process is learning it's knowledge it's you know every time we do something different every time we we try something new that's another thing that we've learned so who cares i'm not worried about outcomes at all i love the fact that i tried something at a tailgate event yesterday And now I'm gonna go make it myself into my own. And I was like, I'm eating it and in my mind, a recipe is forming on how I can make this 10 times better and make it into my own. Like that to me, I spent all day just like mastering, like, you know, just taste and flavor. And you know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and, And however it happens. It doesn't really matter, but I know more about seasoning, flavor, taste than probably, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's many people
2: on earth that, that doesn't know as much about it no, as because most because most people aren't even thinking about it, right? Yeah. So you're, you've are you already entered the level of, like, the chefs and the people that are, like, really interested in this. And, I mean, we're talking about 1% of the world, at the very, very most of people that are, yeah. like – interested in this. So you're already in the ninety nine percent. Exactly.
1: <laughs> like... Exactly. And that alone is like the knowledge I've gained from that is just it it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I wasn't here a year ago with this level of knowledge. It is a heavy level of knowledge on just like like my ability to cook food the level that it's leaped to and the confidence that I have now, it just goes to show you that. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to learn, anybody can do it, and anybody can learn it. It's a matter of desire, you know, and will, and want to. And if you have those things and interests,
2: man, intention,
1: I, I, intention, I can go build a house right now if I desire to learn how to friggin' do anything that involves construction or building. Sure, but you know, if I if I ever woke up one morning and said Man, give me a hammer. I really want to, you know, just start building shit. Like, I know that I could do it without... Yeah,
2: you'd have to ask questions. You'd have to read books. You'd have to be willing to, you know, do all the stuff and be embarrassed and all that other stuff. Guess what? But...
1: I'd had to go through the exact same process that I went through with the spices. And that's the power of everything that we're doing right now, is that truly proving that anything... Outside of individuals voting for you, right? Like yep. take that off the table because that, that's a whole different thing. Outside of that, any other skill, any other thing that you wanna know that makes this world turn and go round and round, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Just need it to search for the information. Gather the knowledge.
2: Yeah. You got anything for for next week, or should we uh, wrap it up? No, nah, You know, this is. I the know you guys are coming, in a little man. bit a little bit of a rest period in between. Yeah, we're start we're
1: we're we're meeting today, and we're we're going to plan our January event. You know, we're we we're, we're going to spend the year really focusing on the events. Um, we're probably not going to make any rubs until the summertime. We're going to spend this year though really focusing in on. What's the next event? Where's the location? All of that good stuff. So that that's what we're working on right now. We're contemplating if we want to leave the nest and and invest some money in a, in an actual like use of a kitchen for, for a day. You know, what I, I like that,
2: that idea? idea. I'm yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what what you learn from that experiment. But yeah. you don't need to do it in January. It could be a March experiment
0: or whatever. And that's right? what we're
1: that's what we're debating is like because yeah. that would mean that we would have to spend money, and we really don't want to spend money. On anything sure. but for you know what i mean sure. yeah. yeah so that that's a move that's
2: nah. yeah man all right man well where can all people right, find bro. us
1: you know they can find us at uh the processesblackandwhite.com black and White.com, and they can also check us out on all social media platforms by searching the processesblackandwhite black and white and we'll pop right up
2: all right well it's uh good to talk to you i'll talk to you next week
1: same here man enjoy your week all right
0: And that's all the time we have this week. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Process is Black and White. Come join us next week where the journey continues on the road to successful entrepreneurship. For further information, go to www.theprocessisblackandwhite.com. Any views or opinions represented on this podcast do not constitute financial advice or any other advice. Vernon and Devin inspire you to conduct your own due diligence before making any personal financial decisions.